You might be thinking, how hard could it be to just not eat? While the idea of not eating might sound simple, if you've never heard of intermittent fasting, or even if you have, and you want to learn more about how to get started, stay tuned. Hi, welcome. I'm Kay Dorellis, your host of the Good Girl Gone OMAD podcast, a go-to resource for women looking to learn more about their health and happiness through intermittent fasting in a world that's constantly telling us to do more, be more, and eat more. I have an exclusive intermittent fasting guide for women for free that I created just for you. It's right on my website, www.goodgirlgoneomad.com. I honestly wish I had something like this once I started intermittent fasting. But if you're brand spanking new to this lifestyle and you want to get started today, you're going to love this. It's a game changer. After this podcast, definitely check out all the information and freebies that I have for you on my website. But for now, let's get into today's topic of an introduction to intermittent fasting. I've been getting a lot of questions from people wondering what it is that I'm doing. If you follow my personal page on Instagram, then you know that I love food and I love to eat out all the time. And every time I say that I love food, I always think about Oprah on her commercial for Weight Watchers. She says, I love bread. I love bread. And I feel the same way about food. You'll see me snapping pictures of burgers, tacos, rice and beans, fried chicken, pancakes, waffles, you name it, I'm eating it. But the main question that I get is, how are you able to transform your body week over week and still eat like that? When I hear this question, a little piece of me just lights up and I'll start singing the praises of intermittent fasting. But I always notice that as I'm explaining, people are nodding, but I can see it on their faces. They're looking at me like, wow, I didn't know that not eating was this complex. Well, it is, but it isn't. I know a lot of you who are tuning in are new to the concept of fasting. And so I want to start with a true beginner's guide to fasting overall. I'll talk about where fasting came from and where it's heading. So fasting, by its simplest definition, is going without consuming food and beverages for a period of time. This is typically associated with religious practices, but over the past two to three years, as more research emerges, it's gaining traction for fat loss and health benefits. While fasting as a choice diet might sound like a new trend, fasting has been a part of human tradition for thousands of years. So back in 5th century BC, Plato, which is one of my favorite philosophers, believed in the separation of medicine from what was truly healthy and what only gave the illusion of health. So said differently, he sought after remedies that provided holistic wellness versus medicine 
that's used to mask an illness. So let me give you an analogy. It would be similar to getting a tan from the sun versus getting a tan from the tanning bed. Both give you an aesthetic radiant glow. However, the sun gives off health benefits of vitamin D in comparison to the tanning bed, which only uses UV rays to give the illusion like you were laying on the beach, but you weren't. (laughs) Plato wrote about um, how excessive food gave birth to illnesses. So the belief during this era was that illnesses were actually born from food, which could be arguably true today. I mean, just look at the um, obesity epidemic in the United States right now. And back then, they thought that the body was actually designed to doctor itself. So therefore, the introduction of food was actually a foreign foreign, uh, substance that they would refrain from while a person was ill or fighting off a disease because the notion was that the food was actually causing the disease to get worse. So they used fasting as a means of treatment for illnesses. Within religion, fasting is completely distinct from one religion to the next. So in the Muslim faith, they fast during Ramadan. In Catholicism, they fast during Lent. And in Judaism, Yom Kippur. Across these religions, the practice of fasting brings about spiritual and physical renewal. So despite this rich heritage of fasting, you may be asking, well, where's the importance of fasting today? In today's culture, fasting is no longer sacred or even recommended. One cause could be modern medicine. The pharmaceutical giants just continue to push their drugs and their prescriptions as solutions to the masses versus using doctors to treat treat people on a case-by-case basis. Also, we have food readily available to us at any moment of the day. I mean, we have apps, we have Uber Eats, we got delivery service, we got Instacart, we got grocery stores, we have a refrigerator, we got microwaves. So the idea that somebody would elect to fast when food is within arm's reach is a really foreign notion for today. But things are changing now. We're carving out a space for fasting in our modern culture. So it's inspiring to me that we can share our love for fasting, no matter what beliefs we have or the values that we have. So the practice of fasting has evolved from a strict religious tradition and a natural treatment into an eating practice that's more adaptable to the way we live our lives today. Our lifestyles and eating habits are so varied from person to person that you might be thinking that there's no way that you can successfully do intermittent fasting given the schedule that you have, but that's a lie. There are six types of fasts that I'm gonna talk about today that could fit into your lifestyle, and I'll give you a brief definition of each. Number one, the 16-8 method. This is where you fast for 16 hours of the day and you eat for eight hours. It's by far the most popular option. This option is not as extreme as the others because you aren't fasting for that long of a time period. You're able to fit in two to three meals in your day if you wanted, 
and you can spread it across eight hours. It allows for a lot more flexibility, no matter if you think your schedule is spontaneous or structured throughout the week. So in theory, it's an easy introduction into the fasting lifestyle change and should be considered uh, easier to stick to. So for example, with this 16-8 method, you would finish your last meal at 7.30 p.m. on a Thursday night, and then you wouldn't eat again until 11.30 a.m. on Friday night. I mean, sorry, Friday morning. <laughs> so that's not bad, right? The second method, the warrior method. This is where you would fast forward 20 hours of the day, and then you would eat for four hours. So this method is great for people that don't get too hungry during the day and can really throw down some heavy meals. Also, if you work out later in the evening, like after work, like I do, it might be a great option for you. So on the warrior method, I typically stop eating at, let's say, 7 p.m. And then I would fast until 3 p.m. the next day. Number three, the 5-2 method. This is where you eat normally for five days. Then for two days, you restrict your eating to about 500 calories on each day. So during this method, it's advised that your two days aren't consecutive. It's a good one because you don't have to count your calories except on those two days that you decide on. Um, so with this method, you'll, you'll choose to fast on like a Monday and Thursday with small meals throughout the day. And then you can eat like normal on those other days. Method number four is the eat, stop, eat method. This is where you fast for one or two days out of the week. And the goal here is to make it a full 24 hours before eating your next meal. The great thing about this method is it's only one day out of the week. So you can eat normally for the remainder of the week. For example, if you finish dinner on Monday at 6 p.m., then you'd fast until 6 p.m. dinner time on Tuesday. This might be difficult for people to start with and even continue with this method because if you aren't consuming any calories on those days that you probably are working out, it might be difficult to sustain. Method number five, the alternate day fast. This is where you would fast for one day and eat the next day and repeat. So for example, you may choose to eat normally on Sunday, fast on Monday, eat on Tuesday, fast on Wednesday, <laughs> etc. This is a more rigid approach um, and it's great for people that like that type of structure, but it might not be a long-term choice for many of you just because of the lack of flexibility. And number six, the OMAD method. This is simply an acronym for one meal a day. This is where you eat one meal, typically during a one hour window, and that's it. So I know I hit you with a ton of info. I just wanna give you a brief overview on intermittent fasting. I'll have separate episodes diving into the pros and cons of each method later on. But you might be thinking, wow, this is a lot. How do I get started today? Well, first things first, be humble, sit down, and get ready to start small. There's no way you're jumping into going OMAD right away. 
you're not going to make it eating one meal a day on your first day. I wouldn't even recommend that. I know you're excited about fasting, but it's definitely not the method to jump into with two feet. You may have already decided that you want to start off by doing the 16-8 method, but instead of trying to fast for the whole 16 hours on day one, maybe you start with 12 hours for the first three days. Whatever that number is, just go easy on yourself. Also, you may be thinking, well, I already go without eating for long periods of time anyway. I'm ready to get started. And to you guys, I say, still, start small. It's one thing to not prioritize eating throughout the day because you're busy um, or what have you. But it's another thing to decide that intermittent fasting is going to be your new lifestyle. So ease into it. Next, I would say go to sleep. Yep, I literally mean go to bed. Sleep is so important in meeting your goals while you're intermittent fasting. So you want to get lots of it. And fasting counts while you're sleeping. So the more sleep you get, the more you'll sleep through your fasting window and any hunger pains you might have. Also, I'd say don't be too rigid. This isn't like any of those other diets that you tried on the market. If you want to eat, go ahead and eat. Don't stress out about it. It's just food. If you feel if you feel like you've fallen off the wagon, which I do multiple times a week, just pick back up on your lifestyle as soon as you can. And lastly, keep yourself busy. There's nothing like watching the clock until the next time when you can eat. Trust me, I know how you feel. Just check out my Instagram. But seriously, don't count the time. Don't do a countdown. It's going to feel like you're never going to make it. <laughs> Instead, find something to do. I'll typically start uh, taking notes on a new topic that I want to talk to you guys about. I'll read. I'll return some phone calls. Do anything to stay occupied, and I guarantee you'll forget about being hungry. So, ladies, fasting is not prescriptive. It's not something that you need to do, even though I think we can all benefit from slowing down a bit on all the snacking that we do. You have the flexibility to fast no matter what your lifestyle is. If you're already happy with your diet and fitness goals, then this isn't the channel for you. But if you are like me, wanting to do better with your eating and couldn't find the willpower, or if you were hearing professional advice that just didn't add up, or if you're just wanting to simply try something different, I want to encourage you to stay tuned for more episodes that will dive deeper into these fasting styles and you'll learn which method might be right for you. Also, don't forget to head over to goodgirlgoneomad.com and download that guide. Ultimately, the best method is the one that you can do consistently. Hey, good girls. I want to sincerely thank you from the bottom of my whole heart for listening to my very first audio about a topic that I'm extremely passionate about. You're still listening, and that means everything to me because you are truly the reason why I'm doing this. If you're listening and this is starting to click for you and you're thinking of a friend or a family member that could benefit from hearing this, 
I want to invite you to share this. It's available on iTunes and Anchor or directly on my website. Also, I want to invite you to give me your honest feedback about this episode. If you're tuning in on the Anchor app, you can send me an instant voicemail while you're listening to my podcast. Yes, at the same time. Also, if you have a specific question or a topic you'd like me to touch on, go ahead and send me a message at k at goodgirlgoneomad.com and I'll get right back to you. Bye for now. podcast you just heard was recorded with anchor if you want to make your own download the android or ios app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast that's anchor.fm slash podcast